quick note before we get started here that this episode has a video portion that you might find helpful. You can check the show notes for a link. Now onto the show. Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. And uh, for all of our listeners out there, it's good to see you. Oh, yeah. This is weird. <laughs> this is our first uh, video one, only because we wanted to do, uh, I think we talked about doing like a, I don't know, homepage teardown. I hate the word teardown, but it's it's okay because it's you. It's not, we're not doing it in front of tearing someone's work down without context. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, things are going well, and uh, it's kind of neat to uh, do something a little different today. I'm excited to see how that turns out. So uh, I'm excited. How, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Can't complain. I had a good morning, a uh, decent coffee, and um, yeah, kind of ready to roll on this. I'm, I'm excited because my headspace has been in homepage conversion rate optimization mode for the past probably two months. So sounds like a long time, but there's a lot to unpack in those things, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, should we? Uh, so. Um, well, I, I did want to kick off with a couple things. So when I started this, I took a little bit of a course, and it's nice to get this, like, bird's eye view outside perspective because we all know we get way too close to it. So I'm learning some key things, and I'll express them, like, over the course of when we're going to go and look at your page. But just to level set on, like, the importance of a SaaS homepage, I think it's just this massive foundational element. And I think it it's an asset <laughs> as you, uh, you know, and I, uh, you know, I love to talk about assets, but it truly is like, it's a place where you, it becomes a, a central place to put your messaging positioning, how you're talking to your customers, like, and putting it to where it's not just like scratch paper on notes. Right. So it's, you're putting it out there to the public. It's on your homepage. And I don't know of any SaaS business that this isn't important to except for maybe if your primary channel is through app stores, it's still important even through the app stores. Like I think someone may go to an app store and then go back and check, like, do I trust this? Maybe there's like not many downloads. Like, let me go check out this website before mm -hmm. I go download the thing. But for the most part, I don't see who would not benefit from like a tight homepage that checks off three main things, which is, and which we'll go through, I think is like, know it just the hero section like knowing what what it does and what not what is the general call to action what are you trying to make the user do and what's this going to cost i think those are like the main <laughs> things and if you cover those you're probably like 90 percent there so yeah any thoughts yeah. on that yeah no that makes a lot of sense and i think actually when you when you're in like an app store or something like that basically your landing page is your app store profile right um, mm -hmm. and so in a ways it's, it's a lot the same. You're, you're honing your messaging, uh, so that people can, you know, at a glance, figure out who you are and where you fit in the, the grand scheme of things. So I think you're right on. Cool. All right. I want to get started. We're going to look at, I think today on docket was looking at, uh, Nate's status list homepage. I think, uh, we were going to talk about some things there. So yeah. And so maybe pull up the screen share. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe while I'm pulling that up, a bit of background for people who are just joining us. Um, Status List is a side project I've had for quite a while, and uh, basically we've let the I've let the uh, the web portion really stagnate. Um, the App Store portion I've been updating, 
and that's where I get the most of my signups. Um, but my website has really just kind of sat there since the beginning and uh, could really use some help there. There's not really getting much traffic. It's not really converting very well. Um, so I could really use some help. All right, cool. All right, so I hope everyone can see this. We'll find out if they can't, um, <laughs> but uh, sharing your screen in, in Riverside. And um, so, yeah, so in the beginning, let's go through a couple of their checklists that they have. So in general, there are like four things uh, that you want to make sure that is covered in that hero section. So the hero section is that above the fold area, right? So um, and which typically has, you know, a big headline. Uh, there's like a description uh, and typically a call to action, which we don't have, which we'll go through. <laughs> so there's there's a first big one, but we'll get to that next. So just on the clarity part in the hero, right? Mm -hmm. so like images are like, you don't have to have them, sort of just one of those things, but people are gonna read this stuff. And the first question is, what is the main problem that your product solves? Um, well, basically knowing about server downtime uh, and, you know, figuring out what the, the cause of that is and communicating that with customers. Right. So it says uptime monitoring. And I think that's fine. I think there's no problem. It, it solves uptime monitoring. Um, although I, I don't know, there's probably another way. It's clear to me. Um, there's probably other ways we could potentially say it, um, but uh, you're probably so go on. And I, and I wonder if maybe it's also like kind of unique to this business is it's very much a commodity. Like people know what uptime monitoring is. It's like you are searching for an uptime monitor. It's not like you're searching for how do I keep track of my server? Right now, potentially you're probably wasting space on the headline because if someone came to this and they're like, I don't know if, uh, and his, his, sorry, his headline says uptime monitoring, uh, pipe, Host, hosted status page, pipe diagnostic tool. So those are very descriptive of exactly what it is, right? So, mm -hmm. but the headline, like that's the first thing you're going to read, and you want to. I think you want to hear about what, like, it, in a more copywriting descriptive way of it. Um, now their eyes might scan, looking to be like, what is this actually? And that that pro you could probably. It's almost like you could actually swap your description and the top thing. Because right now it says that, and then mm. you have a line of description that says combine uptime performance monitoring and built-in status page in one service. That's actually a decent headline. All right. <laughs> so okay. you potentially could swap those because that is more, you know, copywriting-esque. It is more of like describing the pain point, describing parts of the problem and those things. So, um, but I do always like a, this very clear, what does it do? Which again, this whole section is for that first checkbox of what is the main problem? Does your product solve? And I think we're checking that, but we could, you know, potentially change around the order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so the second question on the checkbox is what is your uh, product or solution? What is, what is the product or solution to the problem? So I think now reading that, Second line, which says combine uptime, like performance monitoring and built-in status page into one service. Now it's like, okay, to me, that's describing the, the solution to the problem because it's saying like, hey, you have all of these things across maybe multiple services. How do you put it into one? Right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, totally. Um, the next, line, next uh, 
checkbox question is why or how is it better than an existing, you know, solving it in an existing way? So sort of that positioning alternative type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a little bit tricky because it's like alternative to what, um, alternative to nothing. Um, you know, that, that's pretty clear that this will be better. Um, alternative to a lot of others, it's pretty difficult because a lot of others are very similar. So, um, I do talk a bit about like some of the diagnostic tools that we have, um, as a way of like a competitive advantage. Well, but we're just talking about the headline. So like right. only the hero image. So scroll back up. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. But I guess like, what do you, um, like you're saying like a one liner of why choose this one? Like why choose or just in that top part? It's not necessarily why choose, but it's why is it better than an existing way? So when I read the copy you have, tell, to me, I'm interpreting like, since you're emphasizing one service, mm -hmm. right? It's better than having these three multiple things. Right. In okay. In different services. So that, I don't know if that is your positioning, but that's what it says to me. Right. So. Yeah, that, that is truly your. Okay, oh, sorry. I was gonna say that is very interesting because I think we do have to kind of decide what the position is. Like, what's the primary position? Um, is it right. like versus um, fragmented services, or is it versus mm -hmm. other uptime services? Um, and so I think that's that's an interesting thing to think through. And I haven't thought through that well enough. Um, that's fine. We don't have to determine it today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think like, if I just thought of it as versus a fragmented service, um, I think that's pretty, like that will pre flow pretty well, um, from this piece of copy. I'm sure we could come up with a piece of copy that would support that mm -hmm. and put that in um, the description. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you mentioned earlier when you were saying, or is it, are you, you're not sure if you're positioned against, um, nope. No uptime monitoring, right? Because if you are positioned against no uptime monitoring, that the headline is probably a little different. You're probably teasing more about like the fear of your service going down and not knowing, right? Mm -hmm. or, uh, or or a combination of the one you provide. Like maybe it's like you don't know if you're down, you don't know if you're slow, and you don't and you're not letting your customers know, and, and your customers yeah. can't check it for themselves, like from a third party like reference point. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, so yeah, you could probably do a little bit more research on that. Um, we don't have to go into it today, but I, I mentioned, I know you mentioned earlier that you were looking through some questionnaires and stuff of people, uh, that have bought your product and have looked internally, you have some like onboarding survey types of questions. So I'm wondering how much that insights you can draw from there in terms of like, who is clicking in and who is it, who, who's, who's buying, you know, looking for some trace signals of, of, uh, of good customer fit. So, yeah, what is kind of tricky though, is it's, it's hard to tell, like from the questionnaires that I've been doing, it's kind of hard to tell, like what's the verses, um, because they're just like, oh, I picked you to do this job. Um, and it's not like, well, I'm comparing these five alternatives kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. i think about that some more. Yeah. We could, you could probably add a survey question, a different survey question. It's like, you know, what led you to, to like Pick this one. day or something yeah. like that. So anyway, uh, so the last checkbox question of this hero area is who is it for? So they say state who you are targeting with this messaging and do not use your internal persona names. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, like who is it for? 
Yeah, it's kind of two people. It's one one is for a consultant uh, who is um, doing custom software development and wants to have some tracking for their um, cons- customers' applications, and the other is for in-house devs who have to manage, you know, a, a couple services, and they want some internal um, tooling to be able to do that. Right. Right. So, um, I think you're fine with that. Like, even how ha- ha- in terms of, I. F- feel like a person that's going to find this and stumble upon it for whatever reason, like even just the words you're using, performance monitoring, um, uptime monitoring, hosted status page, diagnostic tools. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, even just if I'm narrowing in on that top here section, it does tell me enough that it's a technical person, right? It's right. a highly technical person. You're not going to have a marketer who's going to stumble on, on this. <laughs> and, and if they did, they're probably going to bounce because they don't know what the term. So I feel like your terms are almost self-selecting to who is for. So I'm okay yeah. with that one. Yeah, perfect. And so when you, when you have that checkbox, is that about how you phrase things or is that about specifically calling out that person? Uh, I mean, the checkbox is just, these are just like, these are the points of does, does this top section do this? Does it mm. specify, can, is it easy to know who this is for? Like, okay. is, it person, is it like, so when a person's reading this, is like, am I confused about, is it for me or not? Right. right. So that's like the checkbox. Yep. It's like clarity on who it's for, clarity on how it's better than an existing way, which we're going reverse order now. <laughs> so back from who and better alternative. And then how does your solution solve the problem? And then the first one is, what is the main problem does it solve? So those are like the four checkboxes of knowing, like, if someone gets here, is this, is this clear that uh, those, those four boxes get checked? Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's just the hero section, right? And then I'd say uh, there are two main other ones. I mean, there's tons we can go down (laughs) the tunnel for, but, um, the other one, the next layer I go into in that top section is uh, two things. So we'll cover both the like kind of copywriting aspect of it. Um, and then we'll also cover the CTA section. So okay. uh, so first on the copywriting, um, one thing that I've thought about a lot is this term called message matching. Okay. Have you heard of that before? It might be similar to a concept I'm thinking of, but... I mean, I'll hear go you. For it. Go, go. Oh, it sounds, yeah, it go sounds go. a little bit like just like being consistent in how you reference things and how you speak about things. I know I've yes. heard that before. It, that is, that is. And I think it's a, it's, I think this is a term or in advertising or in uh, like ads and paid ads and things like that. So essentially it's like knowing one level up, where was the person before they came here? Mm. Right. So especially like a homepage, it's probably coming from, you know, put them out there, check out status list. They heard it on a podcast or uh, like maybe a search query or an app store click, or like they came to your blog and then they're clicking on your logo and going in that. Right. So um, it's essentially like, how do you make sure that there's a transition in between where they were potentially and right here. Now, most of the time the homepage ones are pretty clear. It's going to probably draw from a, relatively broad audience, mm-hmm. um, but, but probably more of these specific areas that we talked about as well. Okay. Uh, so, so you're talking about messaging in the sense of like making sure you're bringing someone along towards your point of view 
with words that they're used to using and not just like, you know, using your internal terms right from the hop. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, it's sort of the ma the ma the matching you want to do is in that transition. So let's just say it's from an ad, then mm. it's like you oh, almost right. want to replicate it, right? So it's like I clicked on this for a reason, and we'll go into the importance of this for the CTAs as well. Like how does that transition? I get to a new page. If if I clicked on something that said status list and then I ended up on Fertile Rock, I'd be like, Whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> like right. I did I click the right thing? Am I here? Am I in the right place? Like, let me back out, right? That's the first reason someone's gonna bounce. Because if they like it was so darring and it was not like in right. a good flow. So like an ad that might potentially say, like, Hey, is your, you know, not sure if your services is up or down, you know, type of thing. And they clicked mm -hmm. on that and then they end up here and it's like status list is, you know, combines uptime, like, cool, that works. Like that transitions them in. Right. So, right. so gotcha. making sure your message is matched to uh, what was previously happening before this page. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and then the other part on this, uh, like it is just remem remembering who your audience is. So for me, like one of the, and this could be a very blanket term, but, uh, you know, in blog posts, they'll say like, you have a Fleisch score. They'll do some, I think it's called Fleisch. Have you ever seen um, that? No, I haven't heard of that. What is that? So it's like they do a, there's a scoring system that they'll analyze text. It's been around for a long time where they'll basically say, this is at a like 12th grade reading level. Okay, because yeah. of, like the complexity of words and things like that. Yeah. And the typical one is people say like the average adult, uh, you know, reads between at least English speaking is between an eighth and a 10th grade level. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> the Josh modification for that, which is interesting, is like, okay, so that's like a preteen, right? Like my yeah, daughter's yeah. close to that area. But also think about other preteen stuff with angst and emotion. So I've kind of put that as my own mental note as like whenever I'm writing copy, thinking of it from that person's perspective for two reasons. One, for the clarity of the types of words I'm using. Mm -hmm. um, and two, the fact that I'm probably trying to tease out some emotional and just some emotion. Like I'm remembering they're emotional. They're going to react. They're not necessarily logical. And yep. like all humans are generally like that. Um, maybe not devs, but they are in general, but not maybe to the same extreme, but they like to pretend they're not. So, yeah. So like, how can you speak to that and also speak at a reasonable level for that? Right. So, um, so for me, which, you know, when I was looking at the referral rock one, I was using the word scale. Mm. Uh, and then I realized, like, when I talk to most people that are not in, like, startup B world, like, the word scale doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. Or it's right. not as, like, I lock into, oh, yeah, scaling, adding, adding more things, building systems. Like, it's just, like, how does this hold up to more load? Like, all of that type of thing. But... I, I ended up picking the word out of, of some of the referral rock copy in the beginning. Um, yeah. But it, just it was one sense. of those things. Right. So like, would my daughter understand that? Probably not if I said word scale, but how can I say it in plain enough English that uh, is simple enough, um, but also, you know, speaks to some level of emotion. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, maybe with like, especially because I'm kind of targeted towards devs, there might be a little bit, um, 
it might be a little bit different with that, right? Like they have a certain language that they're used to speaking. And so as long as I'm speaking in that, that, that group of words, then, then I should be okay. Right. Like I think the, all the words you had in here make sense. Uptime monitoring, hosted status page, diagnostic tools. Like I think a dev that is a little more infrastructure oriented would understand all of these types mm -hmm. of words. So. But like maybe an improvement is like debug tools instead of diagnostic. Cause like debug is the way that you talk about fixing things. Cool. Yeah. Yep. The, that you could probably flip out and, and, or flip between diagnostic and over to debug that, that could be a good one to use. And also, again, you could kind of turn a phrase into that and draw some like, like, you know, more Find quickly debug, you know, in, in things uh, without necessarily having to get out the, uh, you know, to replicate it on your local machine, you know, something right. like that. So that's the pain, right? The pain is the local machine and having to set up the environment. It's like, oh, you could do all this all live in production. Production yeah. might be a good word to put into. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so this, the other piece that I talked about was CTA. So this was the first thing we noticed is you didn't have a CTA up at the top. And... Um, yeah. So what's yeah, the, what's I mean, the idea behind that? Because my, my thinking is, my thinking is I'm not going to give, I'm not going to ask until, um, I've explained. Okay. So I, I think, well, I guess it's just a general, uh, best practice. So I think there's probably been numerous, uh, tests run on this type of conversion rate optimization. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a page that doesn't have a CTA. Now you could test it. You could be the first to try to find out if this is worthwhile, but I would default to humans are lazy. And if I get what you do from this here, I'm looking for the button and I just want to click it. And, and so I think the CTA is also knowing like, what is the next step? So it's back to that, right. that, um, that message matching type of thing. So what is my next step to do this? Like right. you have login, up at the top right corner, which I actually don't think you need to have in blue because really if right, someone is trying to log that. in, yes, to, to, to free trial and log in, you can have that being blue, uh, being free trial and flip login and put that next to uh, on the other side. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it also makes sense too with the, having the CTA in the hero section, just because um, like, I think you mentioned it quickly, just that it keeps in the back of their mind what the goal is as they work mm -hmm. down the page, if they're going to work down the page. Um, right. It's like, what is the next step I'm actually supposed to take? Maybe I don't want to take it. Right. You I haven't can sold have... me enough. I'm going to keep scrolling. Right. Right. And it's to kind of evaluate against. It's like, oh, do I have enough information to be able to co continue with that CTA? Or um, do I need more information? I need to go down one of these rabbit holes if there's like side links or something. Right. Right. And another thing on the CTA, it's also pretty common that if you, if you are having a person that is like, hey, I want to read more. I'm, I'm, I'm not clicking anything. Dude, you haven't sold me yet. Let's scroll through. <laughs> like, put it, that's where it's also kind of tried and true advice to put the C, put another CT at the bottom as well. Yeah. You can say it in a different way. So if they got all the way to the bottom, the lazy person that doesn't want to go all the way up to the top, they just have it right there after they finish their long read of Nate's mm -hmm. beautiful copy. You know? Yeah, yeah. So did you have like further details on the CTA or is that kind of what you had? Oh, no, I do have a little more uh, detail. So, so right now you just have one essentially and it's login. So that's not great. Right. <laughs> so right at the top um, of the page. I, yeah. 
you still kind of count that because some people, like if you had five things over there that were basically drawing my eye, it takes away from that hero section anyway. So mm -hmm. like a, a one in the middle kind of, I would put it actually right in between your, your description line. Um, and before it says 14 day free trial, I love that part. I love the little like, Hey, let me know what I'm getting into. So you're not mm -hmm. getting just tons of freebies. Um, so I, I would put the button right in between there and, you know, it should cause to action. So if your call to action is start your trial and it should be a little more, um, assertive, like it should have an active word in front of it. Mm -hmm. You can have free trial at the top, right? It's, it's like, you know, where it is, uh, or sign up or something like that, but something that is a little more action oriented. So sign up, start a trial, like that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and then wherever that goes, it mm -hmm. should be also, we should mind the message matching there as well. So, um, so if you click on free trial, where do we go? Yeah. So we get over to this very lovely page, which has so much words on it. That's basically just like <laughs> put in your stuff and go. Um, right. So there's a good opportunity to put more things like, what am I getting in the trial? What am I like also monitoring the drop off potentially of this page, but it's mm -hmm. like, it shouldn't say register. It should message match the, uh, you know, trial, start a trial, right. Right. Uh, that type of thing. And also you could have another panel on the side, um, that is more descriptive of like some of the features you can kind of upsell it a little more there. Um, and also in the future monitor the drop off here. Cause again, what did I sign up for? What did I click? <laughs> yeah. Type yeah. of thing. Um, and just, uh, and it's a little, uh, it's, a little also, it's a little jarring to just the, like the, the, even the user interface is very different on this page compared to the last one. Like I, I, I'm okay with that. I don't think that is going to matter. You can, if you did just want to pop and make sure you have like your logo in there, but you can, you can definitely do more of this more on here, but it doesn't have to be fully stylized. So. Mm -hmm. well, I was wondering almost if I make it, uh, if I put it in like this sort of frame, but then um, after that, that'll jump you right into the full app. And so then you mm -hmm. have all of your, like you're really in your dashboard and that's like a new experience and that's branded as well. Uh, just mm -hmm. to like kind of ease the transition. I don't know if that makes sense or not. You could, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't over, you can, and if you just wanted to use the same style, that's fine. And that's easy for you. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I would, I could see it. It's pretty common to have like a, you know, two column two approach. And you can have a little, some more descriptions and some other things. If you had, uh, that, you know, that would be, that would be good. Um, cool. and, uh, I would also say on that page when I was looking at that is like, wh why, why do I have a password there? It looks like a login. That's right. It should have like a confirm or something to make it clear that it's like, you know, create my password kind of thing. Right. This is like, or, why even do it here? Right. Like why, why add that level of friction? Why not just have email and ask for do a password on the next page on the next page. So, but that would create two pages. Okay. So yeah, we don't, we don't have to get into the technical parts, but yeah, it's like the password one just seems strange. Cause it looks to me more like a login versus right. like, or, yeah. or if it is a set of password, it's like put two in there or yeah. the honest thing is we're actually removing our password from like, from sign up and doing it later. Okay. Uh, like you send them a link oops. and then like, create yeah, we your... just send them the same reset password link later. 
So oh, okay. it's That's like, why, why even bother? So you can decide with Google, cool, that gets it done in one click. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could do that as well. Yeah. Okay. That's clever. Um, so the next, so that we're covering the CTA and they, and I, like I said, I liked the really, this 14 day free file also reemphasize those same points on that other, on that other page yeah. as well. Yeah. And would it make and, sense to, would it make sense to kind of expand that panel on that other page? Or do you want to get into that? Um, like on the, the, the register page, which we're, we're yeah. going to redo a bunch anyways, but that side panel to have maybe some of the details from the pricing section, like in the pricing section, I have like bullet point features kind of thing. Uh, I don't think you should put the pricing on there. So at this point they're trying to click and they're trying to sign up. You don't want to give, you want to be clear. And I think you're really clear enough. No credit card required 14 page free trial. You can put that there. Right. But I'm not you thinking could if you want to, if you're getting too many, <laughs> right. I'm not thinking of putting like the dollar number there. I'm thinking of putting like the list of features, um, like this, this list right here, you know, 10 monitors, uptime monitoring, performance monitoring, hosted status page, incident tracking. I wouldn't, I would honestly, I think at this point, if they're, if they are clicking register, like mm-hmm. it's just, if anything, you're, you're looking for, not putting reasons that they might not click, like why slow them down. You want to increase their speed through there, like how am I yeah. making it easier and less friction and, sure. and, and more motivation type of thing. So, um, which leads me to my other point on this. The next section you should have that you don't have is any social proof. Right. So I have that further down uh, right here. I've just got a bunch of logos there. Um, okay. Yeah, I could move that up for sure. So typically that is one of the very first like sort of objections to flow, which is like, is this even legit? Right. Mm. <laughs> so by putting some logos, honestly, that does a pretty, a, a pretty good job. So yeah, I would put that right below the, below the hero. hero section. Yep. Um, and that is something you could also put in your, uh, in your free trial thing as well. In the register so just page. again, yeah. Yes, confirmation that this is legitimate. This is like not just uh, like yeah. what am I putting my email address here? Is this a spam trap? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think I was probably think about thinking about it more as like um, convincing them that it technically works, as opposed to <laughs> thinking about the emotional side with the social proof and that sort of thing. And the other thing on the social proof, I might add, is I don't I'm, I don't know what those logos are. That you could have made them up for all I knew. <laughs> so, <laughs> since they're not like recognizable, I would think by the wider anyone that is going to look like, I would, I would, I'm not sure if that's going to do a job, right? Um, okay. So what? But, well, yeah. I was going to say what you could do instead is just say like this amount of page views monitored or something like you could do something else to essentially give that validation that this is legit. Cause that's, mm. that's the real question is like, do I trust this? Sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You could put other ones like, you know, you know, since two, you know, you've been, you've been around for two years, like basically, well, what other reason do I have to trust this guy that this isn't going to just disappear, right. you know, but you also have to, you know, you want to be like, you know, 20 active customers like no but mm. how many <laughs> how many pages have but you can still be 
legitimate about it. It's like how many different pages have you at some point monitored, right? right. It could be yep. like thousands of different pages monitored. Here's a list of a few. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and you could also add a headline there too. So that was one of the the tips in the course that I did. Like a lot of people waste a headline that just say like ten companies agree. It's like no, you can use this to reword and reverb some of the positioning or the personas. And you could be like, like, you know, smarter devs that don't like 50 tools use this, you know, or whatever, <laughs> like to kind of just rejog the positioning or like why you're different. Right? Yeah. So. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, let's see. I think the last section before we wrap up, because this is a lot and this will honestly cover a ton. Yeah. Um, is uh, it, it's like you can decide how much detail you want to put in in some of these other descriptions, and I think it's fine for a dev. I mean, it makes sense. It's like, oh, this is cool. Just a little more, little more meat here and details on what this does. So that that's typically like the further sections as you go below there. So um, we don't have to get into granular detail about that. But the other major piece is is the pricing page itself. So maybe we'll save that for another session. Or is this is this just it? If you this click pricing, it. you just hop. This is a one click. Okay. It's a one page. Yeah, this is a one pager. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the other biggest hurdle, right? So if you make it, you know, it has to speak to, is this for me? Can I afford this? Is this like, am I in the right place? Because I don't want to, like, it's like, I'm going to walk into a Tesla dealership and, you know, with my with my Honda uh, budget, <laughs> it's probably like I want to make sure that I'm in the right place. So yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then getting start get started. Yes, this actually, yeah, this isn't a bad way to to you know we we mentioned CTAs at the bottom since you just have this like mm -hmm. that can make a lot of sense to just do that. But you could also, I know you've done a little bit of I think some research on which plans people like, but you could probably simplify some of this. Like, is it just two plans? Maybe that is speaking more to it. Um, having an enterprise isn't bad. It just kind of, you know, you talk about bookending it or people will talk out, what's the word? Um, price anchoring. So it sort mm -hmm. of helps your own perception price anchoring. Um, yeah, for sure. Do you have a, do you have a per year as well? No, I don't just per month. Okay. It could be yeah. worth instigating, and even if you did it manually, just like uh, mm -hmm. just putting that there, so you can show a cheaper price by default. Right, I see. Yeah, I think the, like with the pricing here, I do want to simplify this a bit, just because like really, people are only buying the the basic plan, um, mm -hmm. and maybe offering just a customized on the right side for like people who want a big thing, and then maybe mm -hmm. showcasing the the free trial as the the leftmost option is, is the only difference really the number of monitors then yeah that's the big difference i mean i could even see you paring it down to just the one and just putting on a like a add additional monitors for this i mean literally not changing your back end mm -hmm. <laughs> plans but just put in like simple pricing like very basic pricing that's just like 10 monitors included and just like mm -hmm. you know Additional 25 monitors. monitors like 
whatever the price difference is between that, it's like $11, right? So it's like plus $11 and then 200 monitors plus whatever. And you could just put those like that's, you won't, we don't even have to make any backend changes. It's just literally yeah. a, a much simpler page. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. So cool. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of covers the main things. Most people fair to realize how, or don't realize like those are the two main points of conversion is the homepage and the, and, a, and the pricing page. I do think it may be not a bad idea to even split out your pricing page. So if you were to do any like analytics and you can also speak more to the, the, the pricing and the value like separately, um, mm. it's not bad on its own, but it often helps to kind of split those out, but yeah. Or you can also add some headlines in there as well. But um, mm -hmm. does it make it more friction though if you put the pricing on a separate page? Um, I think people, if you want to know the pricing, you will hunt for it. But it also helps that you have it in the top bar, which is like it right. also so they they're going to click right to it um, if you want the pricing. So you're very clear with that, which I think is is yeah. is great. Um, but but I don't know if they necessarily like your brain doesn't necessarily, everyone's brain goes in, I think a different order of like, mm -hmm. can I afford oftentimes I'm, I'm the person that clicks the pricing page right away before reading very much basically mm -hmm. on the, am I in the right place? Can I afford this? Should I even bother <laughs> investing more time in this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, this has been really helpful. I think I've got, uh, I've got a lot of work to do here. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. Like the fact that you've been getting, you know, you, you having a trickle of, of customers and some other things like that, but like if you're getting people to this page, it'd be interesting. And maybe that's another task for us to look at. It's like how many people are actually coming and whatnot, mm -hmm. measuring the conversion rates after, um, be super interesting or even an aggregate knowing nothing else is changing, just being like, Hey, yeah, I'm actually getting X more signups. Right well, now. if this, if this converts anybody, that will be an improvement. So, um, okay. yeah, <laughs> we're going from zero here. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. This was our first live video one. Well, not live, but video one. So, uh, hope mm -hmm. this works out. Hope, uh, our faces didn't disappoint anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you around Josh. All right. Later. Nate. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at Nate Bosher and Josh is at JLogic. If you're a new listener, uh, check out some of our most popular episodes. Episode 52, 7 Years to 22 MRR and Zombie Startups, or Episode 30, Review Sites Are a Necessary Evil and Hacks to Get Around Them. Thanks again. <laughs>